welcome back for another video. This season lots of players were priced lower than we expected and as a result many have said the template is stronger than ever. It's a fair concern because when there's a strong template, finding an opportunity to bet against it to move up the ranks is tougher. Well you can ride the template but potential rank change is reduced. So in this video we'll be looking at the template team, a team built from the players with the highest ownership. At the end we'll look at some potential template busters too. To ensure the draft is 100mm, where required a couple of players have been downgraded to the next affordable pick. For example, since Sun has 26% ownership less than other premiums, he's been changed to the next most affordable player with the highest ownership. Allison is the second most owned keeper as well and he's been downgraded. Starting in goal is Edouard Mendy who's the most owned keeper of 24.7% ownership. No surprises here and I've got him in my current draft as well. If you haven't seen my current draft, the link will be on screen at the end. Last season, despite some struggles of injuries, Chelsea were third best in the league for expected goals conceded with 39.3 xGC, only 1.5 xGC less than Liverpool. Great value for 5 mil and rightfully the template keeper. One factor often overlooked is that the keepers from lower teams often make more saves which can make up for the lack of clean sheets. So the likes of Sanchez and Ryan might keep pace but it's hard to overlook a nailed top 4 keeper for 5 mil. Trent could have been priced for 8.5 mil and I still have probably got him. Last season he scored 6.5 points per match which was the third highest in the league. Only Salah and Son scored more per game. However they cost 5.5 mil and 4.5 mil more respectively which tells you everything you need to know about Trent, rightfully in the template. We don't know how Perisic will fare in the Premier League but 5.5 mil could make him bargain of the season. In the 2021 season, while Conte was in charge at Inter, Perisic was used as left wing back as well and he averaged 0.4 expected goal involvement per 90. For comparison, Trent James and Cancelo all averaged slightly less last season. Southampton at home is an opening fixture which has caught everyone's eye. Some have fair reservations as to whether he can produce the same sort of numbers and whether the introduction of 5 subs could impact his minutes negatively. Interestingly, over the last 24 hours he's had the biggest drop in ownership among all players but he's still extremely highly owned and a great pick. Cancelo was one of only 5 players to break 200 points last season and sits at 45.2% ownership in the template. Man City were best in the league for expected goals conceded last season and he tied up Liverpool for clean sheets of 21. Cancelo's 1 goal and 11 assists was an impressive return and even if he ends up on about 170-180 points that's still an excellent return for 7 mil, rightfully in the template. James is considerably more owned than his counterpart Chilwell with 42.8% ownership to Chilwell's 21.6%. 5 goals, 9 assists and 7 clean sheets last season in about 1,800 minutes which equates to a return every 88 minutes on average. He was utilised in right centre back at times last season which is a position with less attacking potential. So if Marcus Alonso leaves Chelsea you could argue that Chilwell's the better pick. In terms of their underlying numbers there's little to separate the two. Many managers were hoping for a 12.5mm Salah, but even a 13mm is 59.6% owned in the template. Unquestionably belongs in the template and you'd have to be brave to go into Gemic 1 without him. He's the top scoring player in 3 of the past 5 seasons and he just signed a new long term contract. He's in line for another great season. If you're enjoying the content please consider subscribing to support the channel for future pre-season content. Diaz for 8mm could be another bargain of the season. He settled straight in and cemented himself in Liverpool's first choice 11, starting in two cup finals and a big league game against Man City. He should only get better and he starts this season priced 4 mil cheaper than Mane was last season. For many managers the debate is which third Liverpool player to own between Robertson and Diaz. Robertson has only 10.5% ownership surprisingly. Neto is everyone's favourite 5.5mm mid and he's in the template team owned by 22%. If he impresses in pre-season he may retain his spot in the template. We've seen what he's capable of pre-injury when he scored 5 times and assisted 8 times 2 seasons back. Last season Wolves were second worst in the league for expected goals, only relegated Norwich fared worse. 
Some improvement required by Wolves or he could struggle to justify the price tag. Fornals is another 5.5 mil player I've got my eye on, just 2% owned. 10 returns last season and 12 the season before and a more attacking side. Bruno Gimaraes makes the team with 21.1% ownership, the lowest of the starting 11. He had an immediate impact when he signed for Newcastle back in January. Since making his debut he's led Newcastle for shots, shots in the box, big chances and shots on target. However is it worth it considering he faces Liverpool and Man City in his opening five? Haaland is FPL's most owned asset of 64.8% of the player base owning him. It's not uncommon for ownership of new signings to be a bit inflated, combined with the fact that he is one of the best strikers in the world. He has all the attributes of a complete centre forward and in 88 appearances at Dortmund he scored 84 times with 20 assists and he's still only 21. It's without a doubt he'll thrive but KDB is a very fair bet against the Templar which we'll discuss more shortly. Jesus with 45.1% ownership is more than double Sackers who sets you back the same price and did better last season. Again this could be in part inflated ownership as a new signing. However, 8 mil is an excellent price and there's a lack of forward options while midfield and defence are stacked. In my eyes you need to go into Gambit 1 with at least one Arsenal attacker due to the current fixtures. Man United is the only team they faced from the top 6 last season in the opening 8 game weeks. The bench is Forster, Vestergaard, Pereira and Greenwood. None of the 4 mil keepers are expected to play, however Forster is Loris' backup. 4.5 mil wouldn't have been a surprising price for Forster as with one Loris injury away from a 4 mil keeper starting for a top 4 side. That said, Forster takes up a Tottenham spot and therefore he does block a potential triple up outfield, which is something to consider. Vestergaard is the highest owned 4 mil defender. Leicester signed him last season but he never got a look in, starting just 6 games. It's unlikely he starts again this season either, with Sojuncu and Fafana the likely centre back pairing. Beyond that, Johnny Evans could start ahead of Vestergaard as well. If Nico Williams completes his rumoured transfer to Nottingham Forest, he'll be the best 4 mil defender. Pereira is moving to Fulham, which makes him the best 4.5 mil midfielder, and he rightfully makes the template. Among the current crop of 4.5 mil mids, none are expected to be regular starters, but Pereira's transfer could change that. On the game, it's listed by his first name, so it's Andreas if you're having trouble finding him. Lastly, Greenwood of 26.9% ownership is comfortably the highest owned 4.5 mil forward. We discussed him briefly in our last video. The risk of picking up Greenwood is that with such high ownership, he is at risk of an early price drop if he doesn't play, which is very possible. Building team value is crucial at the start of the season, so it's more sensible to grab a low owned 4.5 mil forward, such as Force, instead. We'll keep an eye on the 4.5 mil forwards during pre season anyway, just in case one emerges. Interestingly, the template team is very similar to how my first draft came out. If you've not seen my first draft video, it'll be on screen at the end. Therefore, the template does look very strong, and I can see myself riding the template in the opening few weeks until opportunities emerge. There's four potential template busters that I wanted to highlight. The first is De Bruyne, he comes in at less than a quarter of the ownership that Haaland has, just 14.6%. He's a proven quality and his 6.5 points per match can only be beaten by Salah and Son among the mids last season. There's nothing to suggest he doesn't outperform Haaland this season. However, the risk you accept is that moving from KDB to Kane or Haaland requires two moves, while only one of the premium strikers is more interchangeable and flexible. If Ronaldo leaves Man United, Bruno Fernandes could be back to his best. He was sensational as the main man before Ronaldo's arrival, and he was the top scoring player in FPL in the 2021 season. At a couple mil cheaper than Sun, it's possible to do a three premium draft if Bruno's the third. Combine this with the Ten Hag revolution, and 10 mil could be a snip. Kane with 16% ownership is also under a quarter of Haaland's ownership. He finished on 192 points last season despite scoring just once in the opening 15 game weeks. Spurs have only strengthened since then and Kane's improvement in the second half of last season was largely thanks to Conte. Who knows what Kane's capable of of a full season under Conte this time round. 
Lastly, Jamie Vardy for 9.5 mil and an unbelievable 4.3% ownership. He's always started seasons well. Last season, 7 goals and 1 assist in the opening 10 game weeks. The season before that, 8 goals and 3 assists. And the season before that, 9 goals, 2 assists. 30 attacking returns and 29 appearances. 9.5 mil puts him in the same boat as Bruno, where it is possible to squeeze him in alongside two big hitters. If you'd like to see a 3 premium draft, let me know in the comments. That wraps up today's video. If you found it useful, please consider subscribing to support the channel. I'm trying to hit 80k subscribers before Game Week 1. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.